So, didn't catch the show on Thursday. Here's what you missed on the Jimmy and Nate's show. Two, two, three, three, four. To be fair, uh, it's been a big week, guys. You know, cracker of a week. Whose horse is that? Um, no, nah, it's been a big week. It's Thursday, yes, Thursday. To yeah. be fair, my defence, it's been a big week. It has been a big week, mate. Well, to, and also, this is actually the first time I've actually got the day right because, Jim, for the last, what, probably three days, when you know I've just been chatting just in life, I keep thinking, it's, I keep going, what day is it? Oh, you know? Grace, today we play golf and they like called it Saturday, Friday, Sunday. <laughs> Didn't know. We've got this like a radio awards thing, which is like next weekend. And uh, Nathan kept saying to me today, goes, Nathan goes, I can't believe it's this weekend. Mm. Only a couple of days. I know. <laughs> it's wild. I mean, it's only 10 days, which is still like not many at all, but it's not this weekend. I've just been getting very lost with my days. I asked Jim today if we had the show tonight <laughs> at one point. Well, Nathan, I, thanks for turning up. <laughs> yeah, Nathan did forget about it. He goes, oh, Jim, I just can't wait. Because well, at the moment, so Nathan and I are emceeing the uh, ICC Men's T20 World Cup. Um, oh, well done, mate. Yeah, Get the credit in. <laughs> Download the app. <laughs> Download the T20 World Cup app, guys. Select uh, West Indies v Zimbabwe in stadium. You can be a part of all the activations. <laughs> so we're doing we're doing the games at um, Bell Reve Oval in Hobart. We're down in Tassie. Um, we've spent a bit of time down here. It was our home for five years. Uh, producer Grace is back in Sydney. Um, mm. So you're away from us at the moment. Um, but, yeah, that's probably what's led to these massive days because we've been doing that, doing this, and it's just... It's been an absolute doozy. Yeah, honestly, I like I'm tired and I've done maybe a third of the things you guys have done this week. Like I don't know how you do it, to be honest. It's actually very impressive. We but also it. scary because I love you guys. I don't want to see you guys burn out, you I, know what I mean? Something wrong with us, mate. Something <laughs> yeah. wrong with us. Well, there is something wrong with us. The doctor told me. Um <laughs> we we saw Carrie and Tommy today, so they're in they're in Hobart as well. Um so they're down here and uh great. So I knew Nathan and I were a little flat. Because we, you know, we love banter, we love carrying on, being idiots. So Gary and Tommy's teams here, the whole there's like seven of them, their whole team. Um, I won't shout them out; they know they are. And um, <laughs> you don't know their names, no. Nah. Um, <laughs> you've got bloody the big fella, the little girl, yep. the other guy. Oh, you just—that's our team. <laughs> You're literally oh, listing big our fella, team. The girl, the other guy. That's <laughs> me. Sorry, I'm confused. <laughs> and um, like we just stood in the studio, and all seven of them are looking at us, going, "Well, how are things?" And me and I were like. Good. Yeah. <laughs> they were like, did you, where have you come from? Golf? And we went, yep. yep. <laughs> we walked out and go, those guys are on the radio. They don't say shit. <laughs> that was it's going to start a rumour that you guys are like really like kind of assholes. Like, no, we're not assholes. No, we, we were just, super nice. We were nice. That's, oh, we that's just, good. That's we're good. just like low energy. Just didn't yeah. give a lot. You know well, what that's I mean? fine. No, that's there's going to be rumour going around that we're like super chill and nice. You know what I mean? Like people go, so tell us about you. And we're like, tell us about you. I'll be honest. One of my biggest fears, I don't want to be James Corden. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I don't want to be like known for doing bad, like at a restaurant or something. And then, you know, you, and then people come in and they go, geez, have you seen him at a restaurant? Yeah, exactly. You don't want to be one of those people. No. Yeah. But I mean, as long as you're not yelling at wait staff and ignoring your screaming baby and exhausted wife on a plane, you should be fine. What if you do all those three things at once? <laughs> well, then we get after James Corden, you. Hey, don't yell at me, mate. Jesus. You're very, very, hey, very Ellen right now. Yeah, I know. Look out. Had a little fun today, did we? <laughs> you come in here dancing and then you oh. shoot us daggers, don't you? Mm. Good it. show. Good show, no, though, guys. It was, good, it was good yeah. show. Vera Blues on it. Whoa, whoa, yeah, whoa. Jeez, that air. Air. 
good show. I'm still just disappointed at my my behaviour in the Google. Yeah, well, let's just not talk about it. Don't talk about crap it. Crap part of the show. Not talking about let's, it. Actually, if you are listening to this right now and you're thinking, mm. I'll stick through to the podcast, maybe stick through about, I don't know, an hour, 10, like, get, get 20. Out, get out after old iPhone sales for yeah, 60,000. If, if I start talking, if Jimmy here goes, hey, if I start talking about old iPhones, skip. Yeah. Done. Tap out. Tap, Tap out. out. Yeah. Next. Finish after that. Vera Blue was fantastic. She was so good. She's so she's very funny, isn't she? Oh, just mm. and she lives near us too. Mm. Mm. Oh dear, <laughs> just <laughs> weird. Sorry, James Ford's no. arrived. <laughs> no, I had coffee in my mouth. I was yeah, like sure. trying to say yeah. No, sure I did. You, you did. Can see it. Sure, Look, you did. Listen mate. this. No, that's it's a coffee cup. Mm. <laughs> what if she's listening to this? Just going. Hey, oh, hey, geez. mate. Me and Grace are in the clear. You're being the weirdo. The one who said she lives here. Yeah, that's a simple observation. Oh, how did you find that out by stalking her? <laughs> by asking her. <laughs> no, okay, to be fair, you didn't ask her where she lived because that would also be weird. She brought it up. <laughs> Just Thank to you, set all these records straight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which I did find was weird when she told white people where she lived because she's like a proper celebrity. I was like, you can't just tell people where you live. I think you even say that to her. I think I said mm, the yeah. chat. One of my favourite things, though, was we didn't get really chat about it, but so Meg did say to Nath, Yeah, Grace, my partner, Meg, yeah. Nath's partner, Meg, loves Vera Blue, but was like, get her to write some faster songs. Mm. And we are like, we can't just put in requests. Mm. <laughs> we did, though, didn't we? It came, well, it came up, which yeah. I love. We said, you better, because we know where you live, so. <laughs> Don't, Matt, will James Corden you? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and Ellen, you. Mm. <laughs> Don't do that. I don't want to be that guy. Oh. Well, <laughs> it was that one for Grace. Oh, thanks. I haven't seen you in the flesh in a while. I know it's been a long time. Mm, I miss you. Well, I miss you too. We'll see each other next week. Love, I love, love giving you a little cuddle. I love a hug. All right, we're going back there again, guys. It's <laughs> <laughs> so you missed Jimmy and Nate last night. That's okay because you can hear it all here. Yeah, uh, Nate, producer Grace. Um, Grace, I know you're around this one, so you may need to uh, help me fill in the blanks of anything I might miss. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the Bureau of Meteorology uh, they sent out a request asking all media organisations that includes us guys mm. to stop <laughs> referring to them as bomb. Oh, they don't like it anymore. No. Okay. Um, uh, uh, it's run into some challenges, though, changing the uh, um, its own social media challenge <laughs> channels. Um, <laughs> oh, no. So they sent a press release 10 a.m. on Tuesday. So you haven't had a chance to chat about this yet. Asking the way um, that, yeah, all media and places talk about them. Because we, I love the Bureau of Meteorology. We talk about them all the time. Honestly, out of all the Australia-wide organisations, that's probably number one. Because people love weather. Absolutely. People at water cooler chat. Water cool chat. Weather. We found out the top things that Australia Googled in the last 20 plus years was COVID, mm-hmm. weather, mm-hmm. and how to cook a tomahawk steak. <laughs> so was he. The top three. Um, so this is what they said. They said to support, um, uh, with an ever increasing number of severe weather events, it is more crucial than ever that the Bureau of Meteorology's insights, wisdom, data, and information are shared, understood, and acted upon. To support this change, we're updating our main Twitter handle to at the Bureau. Underscore AU, because I want to be called. Oh, that's what we called the Bureau. The Bureau. Okay. Uh, our state Twitter handles will be updated to at the Bureau New South Wales, at the Bureau ACT, you get it, so on and so forth. Mm. Now, because this was set out before the Bureau made changes to their Twitter profiles or got these accounts. Oh, no. They, people didn't, did they? <laughs> other people went and got these Twitter <laughs> accounts. <laughs> oh, I love it. That's actually good. Uh, <laughs> 
So, Grace, you've, you've seen this? You've Yes. Yeah. I uh, just did a little um, search on Twitter. Uh, those, like, the Bureau underscore ACT is still owned by some random guy. I'm pretty sure the Bureau <laughs> underscore NSW doesn't exist at all. Um, it has been taken off whoever stole that. <laughs> it just, I mean, you, you could have predicted this happening. If, yeah, well, if, they can't get the weather right. How can they get this right? You know what I mean? <laughs> They, but then it came out that they, they spent like $200,000 on this as well. Yes. Um, I'm pretty sure to be like, hey, guys, we need a rebrand, and someone's come up with it going. Get the handles the first. Bureau. But the But what about, aren't there other bureaus out there? That's that's my issue, because you say the bureau, I think FBI immediately. 100%, yeah. yeah, 100%. I don't think weather first. No. Yeah, it so- it does. It sounds like a like some sort of spy agency, doesn't it? Mm. It's just the an bureau. Absolute, what are, and also, I mean, we were only chatting about this. I think maybe this week on the show that you can't give yourself your own nickname. You can't go, no. hey guys. <laughs> yeah, so exactly. So you keep walking into the playground, going, "Can I everyone's attention? Yeah, I don't like the nickname Bomb. I'd like you all to call me the bureau. <laughs> Sit down, Bomb. Shut up. <laughs> so you missed Jimmy and Nate last night? That's okay because you could hear it all here. Sad news tonight. Um, major oh. major supermarkets. Facing a potato shortage. <laughs> Sorry, it's not what you said that was funny. It was how you said it. Oh. It was delivery, but wasn't right. content. So I said, why do you guys find this funny? I, I love potatoes. It's a potato shortage. Uh, amid a, a combination of severe weather and supply chain issues around the country, uh, growers had warned of a looming national potato shortage after large amounts of crops had been wiped out by wild weather earlier in the year. Uh, as a result, businesses struggled to get hold of hot chips the last few months as supplies dwindled. Um, but potato shortages are now wreaking havoc in the snack food aisle with consumers reporting increased prices on their favourite chippies. Oh, this is what I was worried about. Yes. There's been rumours of this swirling around for a while now, but now we're feeling the punch. We're feeling the crunch. The crunch. <laughs> Much better. <laughs> Uh, come up with our best life. Guys, it was right there. It was right there. there. Mm. Uh, PepsiCo Australia, which uh, manufactures Smith chips, Twisties, and Doritos, mm-hmm. said wild weather will impact product availability and price over the coming months. So, this is a side note, but do they also do Pepsi? Uh, I, I guess I didn't I'm do that much research. I didn't know that. I'm going to lock in yes. If yeah, it'd be weird. Pepsi. So interesting. PepsiCo, what do you guys do? Chips. <laughs> Most people think that yeah. we would do the drink. Smith no. chips, what do you guys do? Pepsi. <laughs> <laughs> we can see now why Bob rebranded to the bureau. There's a bit of confusion around names. Burgerings, burgerings, what are you guys up to? Weirdly, we do Milo. It's <laughs> it's a weird thing. I don't know why. Grace, you do one. Uh, Kit Kat, what do you do? Um, chips. <laughs> It's hard to think on the oh, spot. Clap. Oh, you're going to clap. <laughs> we were talking about chips. There's no originality. I was trying to bring it back. <laughs> Jeez. Now, um, uh, this, this nah, is, thanks for getting involved. No, that was no, why I clapped. Because so. yeah. sometimes she just goes, I don't want to. Yeah. I, was, I was applauding the um, involvement. It was like a, a participation award. Yes, yeah, the, it was. You get my a ribbon. clap was a participation ribbon. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> uh, look, um, it is sad news, but I thought um, we can we can make this fun. Guys. Sure, we can make this fun because Australia does love their chippies. So I thought we could play a fun game of "You've got to be chipping me." You're chipping me, yeah? I'm gonna chip you up. <laughs> I'll chip you up. Um, so Australia, how this is gonna work is you're gonna give us a call thirteen ten sixty. Numbers the same. 
Um, you call us up, but you've got to have potato chips with you or near you, or if you're willing to pull over to a server and buy some, even though prices are skyrocketing. Mm-hmm. However, you want to. You do must it. be doing all right if you can do that. <laughs> must be nice. So you you just you're you're close to or you have chips with you. Sure. So what you're going to do is you're going to call the Jimmy No Show. You're going to eat the chip on air. <laughs> mm. Do one. That's good, Grace. <laughs> Better than the, the other thing. <laughs> and then we're going to guess what chip you're eating. Great. I love well, it. Because this. every okay. Australian chip sounds different. Okay. How, it's a fact. How specific do you want the guess to be? Like down to brand or are we doing flavour and type or like how, what do you want? Oh, it's up to you, like in terms of confidence. Like sure. if you just want to lock in like crinkle cut. Sure. That's fine. But if you're like. Can I, sorry, I was going to propose something. There's two points each. One for brand, one for flavour. So if you want to lock in Smith's salt and vinegar, they'll be like, it was Smith's, so you get a point there, but it was cheese and chives. Okay. Yeah, no, yeah. that's fine. I'm happy with that. It's a good rule. We'll do that. Okay, no, I like, like that. Yeah, twisties, and it's the chicken flavour. Yeah, yeah, I like that. So you get, you get two points for that. Pringles, yeah. but it's salt, sour, salt, hmm, sour, sour, vinegar. <laughs> well, no one has those anyway. All right, 131060, Australia, jump on the phone Don't right now. Don't clap me, mate. <laughs> Don't clap me. The game is you've got to, to be, be chipping me. me. You're chipping me, yeah? I'm going to chip you up. And if you want to play 131060, jump on the phones right now. If you've got any type of potato chip on you, all you need to do is eat it for us into the phone. We'll guess what it is. We get it wrong. You win. And we've also got movie ticket packs to give away. You want a movie ticket pack? Call up. Eat some chips for us. Very simple. 131060. Jimmy and Ned. The Jimmy and Ned Show Podcast. Oh, no, if you just ask 131060, you've got to be chipping me. You're chipping me, yeah? I'm going to chip you up. Uh. <laughs> What does that mean? If you, were to, if you were to chip somebody up. Mate, he's British or English. Yeah. What is he? Oh, audio bone, so that's mate. who he is. I think I think he's just Australian. Yeah. He's just putting on a little accent because he's like, this is a bit fun, isn't it? Yeah. If I talk like this. Um, shout out to Bones. We love you, bud. Um, no, th- devastating news tonight. Uh, we found out that um, the price of chips, not hot chippies, they've mm. already apparently gone up. But now we're looking at, you know, your classics like Twisties, Doritos, Smith chips. They're all going to be um, in high demand, so we're not going to be able to find them, and they're going to cost more. Yeah, this is devastating. Potato, potato prices, mate. Going yeah, through the roof. absolutely. Well, this is the thing. Like, we thought this was coming for a long time, but I didn't know that it was going to come so quickly. That's the problem, and now we're there, and we're going to be feeling the pinch. The crunch. No, the crunch. Stop. Sorry, I did it again. <laughs> you said the punch earlier. Yeah, the crunch. <laughs> um, so how this game works is you give us a call. Uh, you need to have some sort of chip near or around you. Uh, we'll chat to you, put it in your mouth, give us a few crunches, and Nathan and I will lock in what type of chip that is. All right, let's play. Here we go. You're chipping me, yeah? I'm going to chip you up. Let's do it. Okay. Contestant number one, Amanda from Maitland. Amanda, we got you there. Yeah, I've got a packet of chips from my glove box. A packet of chips? Okay, were they already there? How long have they been they sitting there for? They were already there, and it was just like fate that I heard you on the radio. I'm like, my God. <laughs> Do you just, just keep them in case of emergency hungies? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, okay. 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 All right, Amanda, chuck a chip in your mouth. We're going to try yep. and listen and guess what it is. Okay. Seems like there was a bit in that. Very crunchy. Very mm. crunchy. I think it needs to be some sort of like red rock, maybe. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Red rock or, um, deli. Like, uh, what's the other one that's like red rock? Like uh, kettle, like a yeah, kettle, kettle, chip? kettle or red rock. We got to agree to this together. Yeah, I think. I'll go red rock with you. Yeah, let's go. Let's go red rock flavor. No, I think the flavor's too hard. Okay, so let's go. With, yeah. It's a red, red rock, rock. It's a red rock, rock chip. deli chip. Red rock deli chip. Amanda. Sorry, guys. It's um, Smith's original. Oh, oh, one of the classics. 
I mean, you're didn't... way too happy you won that game. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we're zero, zero from four, Jim. Zero from uh, four. Zero, oh, no, z- well, we're having four goes at it, so. Zero from one. Just zero from one. <laughs> it's okay. Just take your time, mate. Keisha. It's okay. Keisha from Canberra. Hello, Keisha. Hello. Keisha, are you driving in the moment? What are you up to? Yeah, I've just pulled over. Okay, okay. excellent. And you got some chips there, Keisha? Yes. Where were the chips? Did you buy them? Were they in the car? They were already in my lunchbox on the way home from work. <sighs> Love that. Oh, you okay. did? You did? Sorry, you didn't eat them at lunch, Keisha? No, I didn't. That's right. Okay. So it's good to have options. You know what I mean. You don't go home mm, empty-handed. That's so true. There's a snack. On, yeah. There's a snack on the way home. So if she yeah. ate them today, mate. She wouldn't be able to call <laughs> up and play this amazing radio game. <laughs> All right, Keisha. When you're ready, eat those right. chips. I think less crunch there. Yeah, see, I, that to me sounds like a, like an original, like, see, a, I know, like a thins or something. But what are the odds of somebody having like a Smith chips twice? I mean, they're a popular chip. You can't get them. Yeah, see, I'm I'm looking in like a, a thin. Do you want to go a thin? What about like a Pringle? Oh, yeah, they're quite softer, you can, aren't and they? And you can get those little lunchbox size Pringles. Oh no, the lunchbox is a giveaway, isn't it? No, but the tube still wouldn't fit. I don't. No, think. No, you know you can get the small one. No, I still don't think that'd fit. You the don't lunchbox. think it fit? I think you need to go some sort of smaller pack, like a small pack of like Lay's or something. Yeah, let's go Lay's. Lay's. All right, we're going to lock in that they're Lay's, Keisha from Canberra. Unfortunately, they're not. They're Pringles. Oh, Jim, I bloody had it! I bloody had it! They were Pringles! This is why you can't play this game together. We should be playing against each other. Acacia, can I ask, are they in one of those small little lunchbox size ones? Yeah, they are. Oh, Oh, no! What the hell big's your lunchbox? They're tiny! Oh, wait, no, they're big. Oh, well played. Okay, uh, (laughs) contestant... Number three. So we are still zero from two. Mm. Troy from Bathurst. G'day, Troy. Hey, how you going? We're good, brother. You got some chippies to eat for us? I do indeed. Okay. okay. Where'd you get these chippies from, Troy? Uh, from Coles. Coles. Love from that. Coles. Okay. Down, down, price of down. Yeah, same thing, Troy. You're on your way home from work or you're on your way to work? No, on my way home, yep. On okay. your way home. All right, Troy, whenever you're ready, eat those chippies. No worries. All righty. I've got nothing. <laughs> it's, it's very soft Troy, chip. Are you stitching us up? Are there no chips at all? <laughs> Troy, that sounded like a marshmallow. Because <laughs> didn't get much. Okay, so Troy, you ate the chip, yes? I have, yep, yep. Okay, mm. all right. So I had a big mouthful of chip. Would big... you like me to go again? Yeah, go yeah, again. Yeah, go again. <laughs> big mouthful right. of chip. Okay, here we go. Yeah, okay. Just okay, it's, just, it's, it's a silent... A silent chip, Jim. What is the silent of all chips? What's a what's a quiet chip? I don't know. Are they wet? A soggy, soggy. Maybe it's a so. It's a. Are they soggy? Hot it's a, chips? It's like a soggy hot. No, chip. no, no soggy chips here. No. So- <laughs> Are they still in still in your mouth, then, Troy? There is a couple still in there. Yeah. <laughs> it just, it just, Troy, you've got to understand. And and for for us, the, probably the rest of Australia too, it's very soft. Yeah, it's a very I'm soft go, chip. Let's go, a popular chip. Oh, 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 they're they're fresh. They're fresh. They're very fresh. They're fresh. Yeah, but the, are, they, not, are, they, just... are they hot chips, Troy? No, no. Okay. Oh, okay. What are they, Troy? They're uh, Smiths, and they were salt and vinegar. <laughs> I don't know about that one, Troy. <laughs> <laughs> the Jimmy and Nate Show podcast. Gossip, 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 gossip
Daniel Craig has been presented with the same royal honour as bestowed upon his character, James Bond. Huge. Wait, so he's James Bond? So, so he's, he's a double, double agent? <laughs> he's got a licence to kill? <laughs> Here you go, mate. Here's the gun. Whoever you want. We trust you. I've and seen get, the movies. And guess what? You get the pot money penny too. Bring her in. This. Let me give you some more information so it makes sense. That was just the dramatic start. Oh, okay. Fair yeah. enough. Uh, as a nod to his screen character, the late Queen Elizabeth made Daniel Craig a companion of the Order of St. Michael and St. George in January. However, he officially received it from Princess Anne in a ceremony at Windsor Castle yesterday. Um, so Craig received the award for his services to film and theatre as part of Queen Elizabeth's annual New Year's honours list. And in the Bond novels From Russia With Love and On Her Majesty's Secret Service, it is mentioned that Bond was awarded a CMG in the early 1950s, presumably for all his efforts to defend the Queen and the country. Right, okay. So what, so what is this thing? Daniel it's not Craig. a knighting. No. No, it's an order of St. Michael and St. George. What does that mean? So it's uh, instituted to acknowledge, it was originally instituted to acknowledge those of high rank in the Ionian Islands and Malta, but it was later expanded to reward distinguished service in British territories. So, so you're, you're, reading, you're reading that off paper. Tell yeah, me I'll what it honest, means. I don't know what it means. There's a lot of words I can here tell you and I can't quite. I can tell you what it's not, a knighting. No, it's not a knighting, but yeah. it's one of those like awards from the Queen. Yeah, but it seems but she, like... It's not an award from the Queen. She did. Well, she the Queen bestowed it. What does that mean? She I had it in like, her luggage she before that, she went. Oh, was it like... Uh, is it in a will? It was in a will. She goes, hey, no. if I pass away... <laughs> Give Bondi the oh, bloody Charles, CMO. Charles gets no. the palace. Yeah. No. And you Bond have the CMO. Have the C thingy. In January, <laughs> as part of her New Year's honours, the Queen announced that Daniel Craig would be oh, receiving Oh, from Beyond thing. the Grave. No, she wasn't oh, doing She's still alive. can have this. Is this a conspiracy? Is she still out there? She hanging with Tupac? This is January. Who? Oh, oh, no. Grace, Grace just, just broken her microphone. I lost my microphone. Tupac. What's happened? Tupac. Um, Elvis, they're all still alive. I'll be honest, Hang this on. sounds like a few rungs down from a knighthood. Like, it just sounds like a Queen Participation Award. It does, doesn't well, it? Sounds very old. It feels like you could just like, print one off from the internet. You know what I mean? I don't like, think it's that easy. Can people still get knighted now the Queen's gone? Well, yeah, because there's still a monarch. It's now okay. the King, Charles. I think Charlesy did it. Yeah, it was written yeah. in Queen's Will that Charles can now do that. Charles, <laughs> you get the big sword and you can call people... <laughs> Watch their heads, though. <laughs> So, you missed Jimmy and Nate last night? That's okay. Because you could hear it all here. The Jimmy and Nate Show Podcast. Uh, Jimmy, a new trend, get this, has taken off online after a Swedish TikToker, hello, hello, uh, revealed that a lot of people in, <laughs> a lot of people in Europe sleep with two separate dunas on their beds so their partner doesn't steal it. So their partner doesn't steal it. She said this nighttime hack is life-changing and reduces arguments in the middle of the night. It also ensures both people are not disturbed and therefore have comfier sleeps. Now, I thought we'd go a quick roundtable here. Um, Producer Grace, we'll start with you. Uh, you and your partner, Diana. What do you mm. do in the bedroom? Well, talk us through everything that happens in the bedroom. Yeah. We'll talk you, I'll talk you through dunas uh, to start with. We don't have time for anything else. Oh, damn. Um, 
But we have just the one doona and Dinah's convinced that I'm the one messing up the sheets. But whenever I'm sleeping there alone, the sheets are perfect. So I'm convinced it's Diana. Right, but. okay. So again, this is what I'm talking about. So this is the argument. Everyone mm. else, everyone blames the other person. Mm. Uh, Jim, you and your partner, any um, well, doona I'll, fighting? I'm going to go backwards. I'm going to go to my um, ex. Uh, we we did this. We had the separate doonas. Oh, um, oh hello. Mm. Sweetheart. Yes. Swedish Jim. <laughs> We holidayed in Sweden, and they said, this is the custom. We went, we might bring this back home. Um, no, we, we always were fighting over the um, the doona. Sure. Also, side note, especially at her place, because she was a believer in no top sheet. Oh, well, I don't like that. Apparently, no, well, apparently this is the technique. Apparently, what they've said is, um, to sleep Scandinavian style, hello, uh, use a fitted sheet, skip the top sheet, yeah. and have two doonas in yeah. their place. So, well, yeah, she didn't have the top sheet, which is another, well, I mean, we've... We're not going to go into that. No time but that. Um, we had, we'd always be arguing. We'd pull it back and forth. So mm. we ended up just like, why don't we have our own? And we thought that's great. Maybe that's what led to us, you know, <laughs> drifting apart. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's what did it. Well, I mean, you sort of, you got to get snug. And imagine two dunas on a bed. There's a lot of mm. like um, excess duna between you. True. Okay. So that's probably what started it, yeah. really, Doc. If, if I'm looking back now, it's probably yeah. the two dunas. It was all downhill from there, and really. Then, wasn't and it? then we got separate beds uh, with other people. And that's where it really and, uh, went. Separate partners. And yeah, then it was, weird. It was like, well, we might as well. Uh, just you call take this your dune and I'll take mine. Yeah. Uh, we'll be my partner. And now we're back to Grace's place. <laughs> Now there's four dunas in a bed. I know. Uh, well, me and my partner Meg, yeah, we're constantly fighting about it. But again, producer Grace, I'm the same as you. I constantly blame her and Meg blames me. But mm. the thing is, the thing that she blames me about the most is when, so obviously because I get into bed late, she's already, she's fast asleep now, mm. right? So when I get home after the show, get Rude. in there. Doesn't stay up listening <laughs> to the show. I know, she should be. Absolutely. Listens on the weekend, doesn't she let us know. Uh, <laughs> when I get into bed, I pull the doona on and I turn to my side because I like facing the side. And because she's so small and I'm a bit of a bigger you flicker unit, right. I flick her over. <laughs> flick her over. <laughs> it's kind of like crack the egg on a trampoline. Oh, hey, look, I mean, we, Nathan and I have slept together. No, oh, Grace is into the chat. Oh, here we go. She's like, this is my dream. Yeah. This is um, what happened, finally. <laughs> and I was there watching. Um, no, Nath, we've, we've, yeah, we've been in many hotels together and, and yes. you know, we've, we've only been provided with a double bed, so we just get in there. We're adults. Why not, mate? We can keep our hands to ourselves. Oh, kiss me off the mouth. <laughs> right, well, that's the thing. We can keep our hands to ourselves. We don't. Yeah. I'm bigger than Meg, right? But yeah. you do that. You, you get, like, you lay on your back and then you sort of put your arms down and you wrap the dude around So I do self, do this. And then you turn... And if I'm somehow caught in the... I fell off the bed once. I'll be honest, from an outsider's perspective, Nath, it does sound like you're the issue. Hey, Grace, you've been in the bed too. Do I do it? (laughs) (laughs) All right. 131060, Australia, jump on the phones right now. This clearly happens pretty much in every relationship. So dob in a doona deviant. That's what I'm calling them, doona deviants. It could be you, it could be your partner, whatever it is. 131060, jump on the phones right now. Are you or do you know the person that steals the doona in bed? 131060. Uh, we got these Skull Candy wireless headphones to give away if you get involved as well. 131060, Duna Deviants, do you steal the Dunas, Jimmy The Nate. Jimmy and Ned Show Podcast. 131060, Australia. Dobbin a Duna Deviant. These are the people who, uh, it's, it could be you, it could be someone you know, it could be your partner who steal the Duna mm. uh, whilst you're asleep. Um, this uh, apparently happens in my bedroom uh, with me and my partner. She blames me, I blame her. Well, I have I have slept with you, Nath, mm. and um, while you... 
provide adequate warmth. You're a big body. You're very hot. Mm. Um, you are a Duna Deviant. So um, yeah, I'm, you've I'm, stolen it from me. Got the label of Duna Deviant. Yeah. I? I believe once when we were in, um, uh, we did this thing. Um, when we were doing Hobart breakfast, we hit as gooses in a hotel room. Mm. It's a long story. We go head to our Instagram if you want to find out. <laughs> you can scroll mm. back and find it. Mm. But um, we had these two. Be- we had to push these two beds together to get everything set up in the room. So we broadcast from there. I believe you and I were in one bed. Grace is in another bed. I think you stole my doona, and then somehow because her bed was right next to us, you pulled her doona as well, and you were just cuddled up with two. Well, I did have a gra- I did have a great sleep that night. <laughs> Don't remember anything that happened. Uh, but apparently the solution has come all the way from Sweden. Hello, uh, Hello. and it's just to get two doonas. Get Two Dunas, guys. Apparently, it saves all the fights. Uh, Luke from Canberra. Luke, do you know a Duna Deviant? How are we doing, guys? We're good, yeah, um, My missus is, is the Duna Deviant, but I've got a genius solution, though. Oh, um, better, better than the Swedish solution. Yeah, well, I reckon, anyway. Okay. So, uh, definitely stop the fights. <laughs> Go ahead. What do you got? Um, so, if you've got a queen size bed, just get a, a king size or a super king uh, quilt, you know, and you'll be set. Right. So. So you're saying so just upgrade the bed. Bigger bigger size. <clears throat> Don't upgrade the bed, just upgrade the doona. Yeah, so if you get a queen bed, then you get a king size doona. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Lukey. She, she can pull on it all she wants, so, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what are you talking about? <laughs> what about the doona? <laughs> 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 Poor on Lukey. Uh, we're just trying to help out Australia. Yeah, anyway. uh, Sydney from Emerald Beach. Sydney, do you know a doona deviant? Yes, I do. Sadly I have the doona deviant. Oh, mm-hmm. self confessed. Oh, self-confessed. Mm. Self-confessed. Okay, now, Sydney, uh, how do you know that you're this person? Well, any time my best friend sleeps over, she will always demand blankets to steal them. And I do because I would for Sydney, her. Sydney, are you under a dinner at the moment? Because... <laughs> I'm... We got that. Sorry, Sydney. Sorry, Sydney. You sounded fun. Yeah. Yeah. She does sound fun. She had an she? American accent. Oh, no. I think it was American. Now, I apologise. She's knows? Canadian. I'm going to get in a lot of trouble. Well, she's under a... Oh, mate, I couldn't hear a thing. <laughs> Sarah from Sydney. Hi, Sarah. Hi. Hey. Oh, good. That's Great good. Phone Great phone um, line. Well Sarah, Sarah. Duna Deviants. Are you one? Do you know one? My dog is a Duna Deviant. <sighs> oh, this is interesting. Oh, okay. What kind of dog you got? I have a three-year-old Great Dane. He's like 60 kilograms. <laughs> um, he refuses to not be anywhere further than a centimetre away from me, and I can only have like a ruler of Duna every night. He will wow. take it off me. Now that's it, because sixty kilos. So I'm assuming you you can't really move him that easy, Sydney. Ah, uh, Sarah. No, I can't. I, I I just have to be on the very edge of the bed and deal with it. Mm. Have, have you thought? I mean, maybe you just heard about it. This this double doona situation. Is this something potentially you could implement? Oh, he would 100 percent still ruin it. Okay. He'd take both. Mm. I've also got an idea for a hack that could potentially help you with the dog. Yeah. Kennel. Have you heard? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, find me a kettle big enough that's for a, that's a, a good, great day. That's a good point. No, that's that's that a good is, point, Nate. Take your medicine, mate. Yeah, She's right. You idiot. <laughs> Lockie from Blainley to wrap things up. Lock, do you know a Duna Deviant? How are you guys? We're good, We're brother. Good, Lock. No. Yeah, look, I think um, I think me and my partner are both guilty of it, and it's been a long run debate for quite a while, but we, we've adopted the old suite. It's been a lot of our issues. Okay. Are you under the doona with Sydney? Because <laughs> say that again. Sorry, I want to hear this. Because I, yeah. I want to hear this. Say again, Lock. Again. We, we missed you. Then you broke up a little bit. Yeah, yeah, that's better. Go ahead. Yeah, what did you say? Good. I said, oh, it had been about a big debate for about the first four years of our relationship, me and my partner. And um, about three years ago, we adopted the old Swedes trick and uh, grabbed two doonas. 
Okay, so you've done the Swedish hello. You've done. You've you've tried this and it works. <laughs> it works. Yeah, no, it works. A treat. He's better sleep and no arguments in the morning or through the night. Okay, because I just got a message from my partner. She is listening, and she was going to use the kennel idea on me. So I just. <laughs> <laughs> so you missed Jimmy and Nate last night. That's okay because you could hear it all here. Nate, please get the round of applause ready for an Australia singer-songwriter who get this sings songwrites. Uh, <laughs> shock me. Also plays the guitar and violin. Yes, you and I were just listen to Yellow Card in the car, and we love some violin, I mm. hope, on this album, nothing but violin. Uh, her debut album, Perennial, achieved gold in Australia after its release in 2017. She's a massive Sydney Swan supporter and asked us not to bring up the footy. Her next-door neighbour is Isaac Heaney, believe it or not. Her new single, Mermaid Avenue, is out now. Please welcome to the show, Vera Blue! Hello! Hello, hello. How are you guys going? Oh, cheer, cheer, the red and the white. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Don't. It still hurts. Uh, we're good, Vera Blue. How are you? What are you? Where are you in the world at the moment, actually? Where are you? I'm good. I'm currently in Melbourne talking okay. to you guys. Good, good, good. check. <laughs> um, but yeah. yeah, back to Sydney this evening. So. Okay, cool. Yeah. Have you been, I mean, I know you've got a, a tour coming up soon, mm-hmm. the, the Mercurial Tour, kicking mm-hmm. off in November, um, but have you been doing much travelling in the in the lead up to this? Of course, the, the new single coming out and all that kind of stuff. You've been uh, travelling around a bit? Uh, yeah, there's been a couple of festivals here and there. Um but yeah, not nothing too crazy. So it's it's actually really nice to be in Melbourne and the sun is shining, thank God. So oh. it's nice for a change. Oh, good. Thank you to all the good people of Melbourne looking after Vera Blue. <laughs> yes, they always do. Every time I come here, I'm like, I should just move. <laughs> so what you're saying is Melbourne's better than Sydney. Yeah. No, that's definitely not what I'm saying. <laughs> Trying to get the clickbait, clickbait article, Daily Mail. Vera Blue says Melbourne's the best. Um, do you, okay, not let's not go best, but just speaking of you know traveling, you you sort of all mm. over the shop with the tour coming up, which we're very excited about. Is there a, yes. is there a favorite part of Australia that you love getting to or seeing that maybe you don't get to see as much as you'd like? Yeah, that is a good question. I mean, we don't get to Perth much, yeah. So it's always nice getting up there. It's just such a long bloody flight. You're just like, nah, I don't want to do it. <laughs> but when we do. It's always just so much fun and we have the best time. So I'm pumped to get back there. Um, I also, I mean, I do love Melbourne. Melbourne's great and Brizzy. So I, I don't know. I just, I just can't wait to just be everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> where, where, are you, where are your fans the rowdiest? Where do, where do people really get into Vera Blue? Like you're on stage and they're just like singing every lyric, <laughs> yeah, jumping up and down, and actually, lo- like losing loose? it. Yeah. Who's loose? Um, I definitely find Newcastle's pretty loose. I love <laughs> good old Newey. They just they always deliver. They just provide the best vibes and um also yeah, also Sydney. Sydney's wonderful. I have lots of friends and family who come to the Sydney shows, so I guess maybe it's just them that are the rowdy ones. They're like, Yes, go <laughs> We love you. We love you. I can just hear them in the audience, yeah, get it up. <laughs> They're probably listening to this interview right now. And go, oh, that's hell good. Do, do they? Do your family and friends like when you're touring and stuff? Do they ask for free tickets? Do they expect them? Do they pay? What is the sort of situation there? Um, they really don't. My mum's a real advocate for like she goes around to everyone going, no, 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 buy tickets. You got to support my daughter. <laughs> yeah, good. And okay. I love it. She's just the she's a rock star. Does she's she, the best. Does your mum have social media, Vera? Does she? Has she got social media and she puts up posts <laughs> about you and everything? She does, but she mostly will just put posts up about like all of us kids and like 
birthdays and stuff. So pretty much every post is probably a birthday. Yeah. Right. <laughs> she, she ever um, defended you in the comment section, maybe on Facebook? And she goes, oh, my daughter's so amazing. Like, like Harry Styles' mum in yeah. the video. Oh, my God. I love that so much. You know what? She, I think she's never written anything, but I just feel like she's always wanted to. She gets a little, that little, like, twitch in her eye when she sees someone say something mean. She's like, oh. you said what? And I love yeah. it. She's like she's like my, my bodyguard. I love it. Of course. It. You've got nothing nice to say. Don't say anything at all. Well, exactly. Can, talking about your mum, you, your new music, um, second album's coming out um, mm. Friday, October 28th. It's very exciting. Do you do you play mum sneak peek for music? Does she get it when everyone else gets it? Like, who, who hears well, Vera Blues? Does, she, does yeah. she like the music? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. I mean, she. I will send her, like, songs in the rawest form. I'm like, mum, trust me, it's going to be good. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. Like, there's going to be a beat here. There's going to be, like, an ad lib here. But she loves everything. We're in the car. Whenever I go home to Forbes, which is where I grew up, where, yep. where she is, yeah. Um, her and dad will be in the car and we'll be going somewhere. I'll be like, guys, I've got to show you the next banger. You're going to love it. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, it's something like, you know, it's it's just such a nice feeling because they're always like, oh, this is wonderful. Yeah. I, lo- I mean, let's talk about the new single, Mermaid yeah. Avenue, um, taking its title from the, uh, it's a, a beachy street, a beach street mm. in Sydney. Is that near where mm. you live? How did this come about? Yeah, it is. It's kind of just a couple of blocks down um, in South Coogee and it's just a street that has like, enormously beautiful houses, great views, and just is stunning. So I walk down that street sometimes and I can smell the cooking and I'm like, oh, just conjures up all these emotions and dreams. So I just was like, I really love this, like, as the idea as a song title. So I went in the studio, started working on this song, and it was going to be a love song, and then it inevitably just morphed into a heartbreak song because Tom, the guy that I write with, was going through heartbreak, and I can relate to all that stuff. So it was the song just turned into this beautiful monster of, of of work and yeah we're very happy with it. I mean considering heartbreak and Coogee, did you ever think about calling it Coogee Pav? <laughs> <laughs> I was there the other day had the had the best oysters. Oh there you go. Good, good spot especially that, sorry. That's the next single. Yeah. yeah. Oysters. Coogee, Coogee oysters, oysters, oysters at Coogee Pav. <laughs> I'm also worried you like sort of said that streets near where you live now everyone knows where you live and why Zacchini lives. It's like wow this is just it's the stars isn't we've, it? We've got to fly over from Perth to <laughs> Oh my god. So, you missed Jimmy and Nate last night? That's okay. Because you could hear it all here. The Jimmy and Nate Show podcast. So just there, a bit of time between the two albums as well. Was that was that mm. a conscious choice? Are, are you big on just sort of when that, you know, creativity hits you, you feel like this is the right time to make music? Like, yeah, mm. talk us through that space between one, one album to the next. Well, I think I kind of um I was releasing singles um, quite regularly, which was nice, and while I was working on the album, and I think I just kept getting impatient. I'd finish a song and I'd be like, no, this has to go out now. And then I'd be like, well, the album's probably not going to be ready for another two years. So I just kept releasing <laughs> songs. Um, and then obviously, dare I say it, bloody COVID. No. That Did. old chestnut. Mm. It slowed things down a little bit. Um, but then eventually we were able to hang out in person. We were trying to do sessions via Zoom and it just doesn't work. No, it's just shoot like, out. It's yeah. like there's, there's a delay. Like you're going, here, here's this like cool bass line and like you, someone's playing it and you're like, I can't actually like sing along to this because I'm out of time. <laughs> you're a bit off, be- off beat, Vera Blue. Yeah. A bit like, off beat. I'm like, no, I swear I'm on beat. <laughs> Just yeah, we're not in the studio with Vera Blue as well, so it sounds like we're not on beat with Vera. It's a bit of a delay. Yeah, it's the it's the yeah. studio feed there. Hey, uh, Vera Blue, I want to ask you. So my partner Meg is absolutely mm-hmm. obsessed with you, and now she hey, knows. Meg. Now she knows where you live. Um, oh, she made a huge. Careful. She made a huge deal. Oh. And Nathan, Nath, you live near where? I mean, oh, I we live we live in Randwick. Yeah, I love Randwick. Yeah. So yeah. we are around the corner. We'll find you. Wait, that's weird. I <laughs> no, should have said I'll, that. My girlfriend will. <laughs> 
<laughs> but I mean, this is so she wanted to me to uh, ask you a question because yep. she doesn't know how many people do this. So she's into her running. She loves running, particularly Love on the it. treadmill. Now, yep. I don't know if you've ever been told, but she gets pumped up by your music, I and love she that. will listen to an entire Vera Blue album <laughs> whilst she's running. Now, I don't know if if you go if that's for the, the vibe, the pump up gym scene with Vera Blue music, but she said the thing that gets me over the line is mended as well. Oh, I love that. It's so euphoric. You're like, I'm almost there. <laughs> That's why she wrote. That's why she wrote the song. Okay, yeah, there you go. Okay, I love that. Okay, I mean, okay. I've I've been told like people have listened to my music during you know what, oh. and there's certain you know climax moments where they're just like, yes. Have okay, you well, have you I ever listened to your own music while doing you know? Said <laughs> no. What? Okay. Oh my God, no! That'd be so odd. I just start singing it. <laughs> have you ever have you ever put your own music on at a party or something at home? Oh, my friends do oh, every no. bloody time. <laughs> Or even in like a cafe or something, I would just be eating my like, I don't know, eggs Benny or something. And then all of a sudden I start hearing, lady, lady. (laughs) (laughs) I love it though. It actually, it's like, it's such a nice feeling. You turn around and the cafe owner's like, just give you the nod, like, hey, you you." know what's up. That's me. It always happens happens with us, Very Blue. They play the podcast. I'm like, Nathan and I are just trying to tuck a box. We're just having a coffee, guys, and some scrambled eggs. You don't need to play the pod. We just want to have a swim at Icebergs, guys. Stop playing it. Just needed a little cheeky swim. Leave me alone. Oh, Vera Blue, we absolutely adore you. You are an absolute crack up. Uh, New single, Mermaid Avenue, guys. It is out now. Uh, The uh, the tour, the Mercurial tour, make Mm. sure you go and get tickets to it, guys. Gold Coast, Brisbane, Newcastle, loose. Geelong, (laughs) Melbourne, Perth, Sydney, wherever you are in Australia, you can see Vera. Who knows if she makes it after Newcastle, we'll find out. (laughs) Exactly. Uh, Actually, don't go to the Geelong show. It's after Newick. She'll be a little dusty. A round of applause, Vera Blue. We love you to be here. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much for joining us uh, and uh, appreciate it. And my uh, partner will be mortified that I brought that up on the show. I love it. Tell her I love her. I love that kind of stuff. She got to keep dancing and, and keep running to my music because the next next album has has lots of like upbeat songs. So she'll okay. She'll it. Uh, to go. be we weren't going to ask that question, but Meg did say, "Could you ask for some more upbeat songs?" On- <laughs> oh yes. And I was like, "We don't." You can't put requests in in an interview. She's like, I've started doing sprints. <laughs> just, yeah, just so she can run faster. Yes, yeah. there is one that's going to be very fast. She'll love it. Okay, amazing. Love that. Uh, Vera Blue, thank you so much for that. We really appreciate you. The best. The Jimmy and Nate Show podcast. Uh, Nate, producer Grace, um, how much would you pay mm. for a 15-year-old iPhone? Don't care. <laughs> Wouldn't pay anything for it. <laughs> Was that producer Grace? Sorry, couldn't hear there. Yeah, nothing. Mm. Yeah. That one, I've got a new one. Okay, if you had, well, here's a better question. If you had one, so this is the OG, 15 years ago, first one. Yeah. What would you be willing to sell it for? How much do you think you can get? 50 bucks? Yeah, does 50 bucks? I don't think you can get anything for them there. Don't you just trade them in? So the answer I'm looking for is uh, $61,798. What? Yeah. Yeah, that's how much a bidder paid last weekend for a factory sealed model. So this is still in its box uh, of the first edition iPhone. Are they a collector's item now? How far has society come that an iPhone is now a collector's item? Wow, this is wild. Yeah, so um, the 8-gigabyte uh, smartphone. Oh, uh, stop it. You can get Snake with that. <laughs> no, you get Doodle Jump. <laughs> doodle snake, Jump, that's snake right. Was, snake was Nokia. Doodle, doodle Jump. That's right. Doodle Jump. Doodle might... Jump Fruit Ninja. Yes, of Temple course. Temple Run. 
Flappy Bird, remember Flappy that? Flappy Bird! <laughs> yeah. Keep them going. Uh, they were good. I love those games. Um, it was sold uh, on Sunday. The device originally retailed for uh, US dollars, 599 in 2007. When it came uh, out. Yeah. When it came out. Um, and yeah, it sold for $39,339.60 US, which is around 61, 60, 62 yeah. Australian. Wow. Um, uh, the auction owner who ran the thing said, We expected the bidding for this item to be uh, fev- fevrant? Fervent? Brendan Favola is what you're looking for. Brendan Favola? We expected the auction to be Brendan Favola. Fervent. Having or displaying a passionate intensity. Never heard of that word Did before. Did you know that definition off the top yeah, of your wow, head? That's yeah, that's impressive. No, that. I Googled it. I Googled it. Oh, I was going to say, that's impressive, Grace. Well done. <laughs> be, thank you, though. That'll be in the Google off later. <laughs> Earlier, Jimmy used a word. What so, does it mean? Uh, can, can I ask, who was selling it? Was it Apple who was selling it? No, like, no it was an auction house. I'm not going to go through that quote because as I, I read mm. ahead, uh, there's other big words. No, so I'm just gonna we can go that. through that off air and we can mm. all learn together as thank a team. Because I'm just like, are they like you can't get these anymore? Are they nowhere? Well, yeah, they don't, they don't make the first edition. This is 15 years ago. So These people... are the OGs. So apparently they're, they're worth something. So if you listen to the show and you've you've got apparently first edition iPods as well. Oh, really? iPods and iPhones. Are they going in a museum? Like, what are people doing with them? Is there like an iPhone, an I Apple museum? I mean, these people have more money than sense, but I think you, you hang them up. You, you, you hang them up. They're like, it's... Oh, mate, hey, Steve, like you want to come in and watch the footy and look at that? One of the first iPhones, mate. <laughs> <laughs> so, you missed Jimmy and Nate last night? That's okay. Because you can hear it all here. Feeling lucky, punks? Go ahead. Get your fingers ready, boys. It's time for... The Google Off. If you're new to the show, here is how the Google Off works. <laughs> hey, I'll just, give you a sorry, question. Just, yes. just quickly, um, before Grace stumbled when she was mentioned, she's like, coming up, it's a Google Off, how it works. This is Jimmy and Nate. Nate. Um, how about this, guys? Here's a little mm-hmm. fun fact for you. Mm-hmm. I Googled, who does Jimmy host a radio show with? That's all. Did yeah. you say anywhere? It just said, exactly, who does Jimmy host a radio show with? The answer that Google gives you yeah. is Jimmy hosts a radio show show with Nath. Oh, uh, actually, Jimmy and Nath currently host two national radio shows across the Hit Network. Hold it up, let me see that. Amazing, you've made it. That's word. He's typed it onto a no, word. It no, it's, real. it's actually real. <laughs> wow, what's that on? Google. Yeah, wow. <laughs> no, but what website? <laughs> Yahoo. <laughs> Google works I by je- attaching to websites. I, I jeeved it. <laughs> Stop just saying search engine. Go, Daddy. Go Daddy. Duck, duck, go, obviously. Oh, duck, duck, oh, duck, duck obviously. go. Big fans. Yeah. Uh, here's how it works. Da- what's Go Daddy? I haven't heard of that one. That's the one that, um, what's that guy from Home and Away was doing? Yeah. Alf anyway, Ray push Martin. on. Anyway, push anyway. whatever. Uh, yeah, I give you a question on <laughs> something that happened this week. You need to Google as quickly as you can to find the answer. Names are your buzzers. As soon as you buzz in, you need to take your fingers off your keyboards. And a reminder, you may scroll, but you cannot click. It mm. is best of three. Are we ready? Yes. Yeah. All right, question number one. We got sidetracked earlier this week talking <laughs> weird, uh, t- talking about world globes and how you don't often see them anymore. Globes have had a long history dating back to approximately 150 BC. What country was the first to use a globe to represent the Earth? Jimmy. Oh, Jimmy. well done, Jim. Speedy. Very speedy. Um... Head to Backspace. Who does Jimmy do a radio show with? <laughs> yeah, I was like, get out of there. Uh, I don't think I'm going to have anything because I googled what country glowed first for 
Yeah, I mean... Uh, I'm just scrolling to see if I can find anything. Um, I'm going to say England. No, Spain. N- n- no. Yeah. No. Why? How did you go from England to Spain? Oh, I, I never had Were history. You spinning a globe? I never, never had history at school. And to be honest, if you want to know, I went, England's been around a while. And then my brain went, no, Spain's been around longer. And then I went, oh, crap, what about Rome? Oh, it just keeps going. Um, delicate, tough, surviving evidence of early globe use in, is sparse. That's what I'm reading. Mm-hmm, Jesus, mm-hmm. no, it doesn't jump out at you. Okay, this is... Con- uh, what have you Googled, Nathan? I've got- <laughs> Nathan. <laughs> Now you know my name. What country first used the globe to show the earth? Ah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, Portugal or Germany? Is it one of those? No. Oh, okay. No. We'll scratch that one. <laughs> it was the ancient Greeks. Uh, uh, no. Yeah. Don't have that. That's all no. right. Well, I mean, would have said it if I had it. That's how it works. That's how it works, yeah. yeah. Question number two. We'll scratch that one from the record. No points to either party. Mm. Jimmy brought a story to the show about the price of Hawaiian pizzas going up next year due to a pineapple shortage. What plant family do pineapples belong to? Nath. Nath. Oh, dear. Oh, no. What's I've going had on? an absolute shocker. What have you typed? I typed in plant and I don't even know what that word is. It doesn't even <laughs> resemble pineapple. Mm, <laughs> it looks like mm, point latte. Right, point I, latte? What, what's the question? <laughs> What plant family do pineapples belong to? You can oh. take a stab at it. It's quite a well-known plant. I don't even know plant. Oh, okay. Um, uh, no, I don't even know. I don't, I don't know. No, nah, nothing. I've got nothing. <laughs> Jimmy, would you like I to lock something in? I don't know plants. I've, I've Googled what plant is pineapple come. Mm. <laughs> yeah, Excellent. Yeah, careful. Yeah. I'm just telling you what I Google. <laughs> pineapple, as you spell pineapple, C-O-M-E. Um, I've got... The pineapple belongs to the bromelade family, uh, scientific name Anas Comas Var Coromas. Yeah, the bromeliad family, yes. Okay. Sorry, were you <laughs> expecting me to just guess that? Yeah, I was right. That's why I was so confused. Jeez, I have bromeliads in my garden. Yeah, Grace went, I'll have a stab. And I've gone, oh, crap, I thought I had it. But obviously it's something very easy like the, the banana plant. Not the Anas Comas Var. I was right? wondering why you were so confused. I'm like, Jim, back yourself. You clearly got it. No, she, she said. <laughs> have a crack, Nath. Everyone knows this one. So you, Grace, you have thrown poor Jimmy, who's actually Googled the right thing, has the answer. Why on earth would you think I would know that? <laughs> well, the top of the pineapple resembles the, like a common bromeliad plant. What the hell is that? <laughs> I really swore. What? The- bromel- what? I said bromelade. Whoa, what the hell is It says B-R-O-M-E late. Jesus. Come on. That's the last one. Jimmy. Question number three. Everyone knows that. should have got that off the top of my head. Now I feel like an idiot. So funny. When she said that, I went... Oh, crap, I'm wrong. <laughs> the bloody music's run out as well, Grace. So quick, let's, come quick, on. Quick, we'll wrap it up. Game. Okay, uh, I, I've got a lengthy question. I'll just skip to the end. What was the name of the Dachshund that mated with the Queen's Corgi to create the Dorgie? Nath. Nath. Um, uh, oh. Jimmy. Jimmy. Yeah. Susan. No. Oh. <laughs> This might be the worst Google off we've ever done. And that's it's saying picking. something. <laughs> it's what? No, just guess. You, you oh, know I mean, obviously, it's obviously the top of what it was. Spot. What? What is it? Pipkin. Oh. <laughs> Do we take the Google off out of the farm? I think we've got to blindfold it. I think we've got to take the farm out. This could be one of the worst. Great. 
I'm so sorry. I spent so long doing it today. (laughs) Clearly you spent too long. You overthought the question. The Jimmy and Ned Show podcast. (laughs) Guys, we're talking Halloween. When is Halloween, producer Grace? The uh, 31st, 31st of, October. of October. There you go, 31st Sorry, of October. Sorry, Grace. No, it's fine. It's I right. do that all the time. So. Yeah, it's fair enough, guys. You guys can... Look, can't get any worse, hey? <laughs> uh, our list has been put together of this year's top Halloween costumes according to fashion and pop culture expert Nick Edie, guys. Don't know who that is. Oh, yes. Never Big heard fan. of him. Grace, you ever heard of him no, before? No, I've never heard of him. All right. Uh, these are the top... Actually, you know what? This is fun. How about you guys try and guess what the top <clears> Halloween <throat> okay. costumes are? I'll give you a massive hint. They're all based on pop culture from things, uh, mainly TV shows. I'll be honest, TV shows and movies okay, from okay. this year. Look, I'm going to say... I'm going I'm to kick things off because I did say one... But which made me upset because I don't think we should be. If you are, hey guys, it's Jimmy. If you are going to dress up or thinking, don't do this. Don't dress up as real people. I've seen mm. heaps of people wanting to dress up as Jeffrey Drama. Jeffrey Drama, Drama, whatever his name is. Don't dress yeah. up as serial. That's awful. That's serial terrible. Killer. So I don't know if it's that's on your list, dark, but yeah. it's a Dharma idea. Uh, it's not on the list. Okay, it's not on the list. Okay, can I lock someone in? Of course. Uh, Stranger Things. Yes, absolutely. That's Eddie, sort of person that's Eddie Munson and. <laughs> 11. Eleven from yes. Stranger Things are both yes. on there. Any other guesses, okay. guys? Can I lock in um, Squid Game? Squid Game? No, not on there. Okay, bigger, no, that's all right. bigger last year. Squid no, Games. you're so right. You're so right. It's a bit, bit behind the times. Uh, in terms of Halloween costumes, Jim, any more guesses from you? Like a ghost? <laughs> no, no, a random ghost. Um, <laughs> not, not ghost is spooky. Yeah, but I, I said pop culture. Think pop yeah, culture. Yeah, Casper. Yeah, from ages from ago. The last this is year. I said this oh, year. Grace said Squid Games. <laughs> She was one yeah, year it's still old. Still culturally Cas- relevant. Casper's about twenty years old. <laughs> Go on, Grace. Uh, Scooby Doo and the Mystery Gang. No, not on there, guys. It's a classic, classic costume. I don't. I don't nah, give it to us. I okay, don't know. give it to us. Okay, Anna Delvey is on there from Inventing Anna. The Tinder Swindler. This is an interesting one. Marilyn Monroe is on there from the new movie Blonde. A lot of people want to dress up as her. Mm. Um, Rue from Euphoria. I've never seen Euphoria. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Zendaya. 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 Right. Okay. Ted Lasso. That surprised me you didn't get that one, yeah. Jim. Ted Lasso's well, on there. I don't know. You know how I feel about Halloween. I have very mixed emotions about Halloween. Mm. Well, because I'm like, it's a very well, American. I don't, I don't celebrate it. A well, lot of people do, though. I thought I've been thinking about it for a long time. I'm like, because you see stuff like I saw someone put up on Facebook. It was like, don't knock on my door because it's not <laughs> effing America. It yeah. was a sign. Sure. But then I'm like, what's Halloween about? It's about dressing up, having fun, kids having a bit of like. Yeah. It's, it's it's very innocent and sweet, and and it's something I guess I can get around. Hmm. I'm not into the whole trick or treating thing. I don't know that that's something I'll ever get around. But any excuse to dress up yeah. and go to a party, I'm all down for. Yeah, Halloween parties are like. Excuse mm. for a party. Um, Wednesday Adams is also on there. Oh, yeah. Um, is this just Netflix pushing their shows? Pretty or? much. Is this, uh, a, is this an ad? Okay, <laughs> pop culture expert Nick Eid uh, also has shares in Netflix, guys. Uh, yep. What, what so. could we if, we, if we had a group Halloween costume, what could we go as? The three of us. Does it have to be something like recent? No, I don't think so. It could be whatever you want. I would love to do like a Scooby-Doo situation where we're all, you know, members of... I know I keep saying Scooby-Doo, but Yeah, what's it's... going on, mate? Is there some sort of fantasy <laughs> that you want to address? You want us no. to be Shaggy and... What's the other bloke's she name? She wants a Shaggy. Fred. Fred. Um, and who do you want to be? I can't decide between Daphne and Velma. I like both of them. Surely Velma. Surely you're around oh. Velma. Yeah, I love Velma. Maybe yeah. sexy Velma in the second movie. Sexy Velma. I was thinking maybe we could go as Harry, Ron and Madame Maxime. Oh, what if we go as Harry, Ron and Hermione? Or Madame no, Maxime, the No, I'm not chick. doing Harry Potter. Oh. No one said you had to have sex with him, mate. Right? Sort of... What? <laughs> the Jimmy and Ned Show Podcast. Thursday night. Call it it. Quits, guys.
surprised we didn't call it quits earlier. But um, well, we tried to. Yeah, we we did nearly walk out. Um, it was almost the last just music just playing out till eleven o'clock, guys. Still here, Grace. Yeah. Put um, let's put some time on the calendar where we sit down, three of us, and we talk through the Google op. Yeah, I think that's fair. I'm not ready to kill it, but I do think it needs some sort of rejuvening training. Why Tra- don't, <laughs> why don't we give it a fun haircut? Why don't we not? We don't have to kill it, but why don't we just um, I don't know, lay it to a to a rest? Just rest it just for a couple rest of weeks. It. I think we need you know? to have a meeting. We need to have a meeting. Yeah, we'll have a meeting about the Google Off. Let's have a meeting. I, it's my, it was my fault. I thought bromeliads were a common plant. That was clearly where I went wrong. I, I mean, don't amongst know. other things, I can't even name a plant. That's what I said. <laughs> Couldn't name any plants. Exactly. So I don't think it's so bad. It's just a, yeah, Grace, I think you need. Rem- you just. This is one of those times where you just got to remember that you aren't us and we aren't you, and that's why no, it you're works. So right. But and you that's why what's that. beautiful about our relationship. I just mm. forget that sometimes. I got excited. I went, I did not know pineapples are part of the Brimillion family. And I was like, Jimmy and Nate, they're going to be really excited to learn that. What are you doing? Breaking the microphone? <laughs> <laughs> what's wrong? Talk, just let's everything talk. that she just said. <laughs> Start, middle, end. All of it. Bromeliads, pineapple, thought. Oh, yeah. Zero out of ten. I'm done. Zero out of no ten fair. from Jim. Zero yeah. out of Zero. ten. Zero from you, Grace. I'll give it a two because I did learn something tonight, two and that's always exciting. Oh, what did you learn? Tell us. I learned the bromeliad. Don't you shut up! <laughs> that's it. But don't worry. You can follow Jimmy and Nate on the socials at Jimmy and Nate and catch the show weekdays from 9 p.m. across the Hit Network and on the Listener app. Or if you see them, just give them a little kiss, kiss.